0: Welcome to Bariatric Business Accelerator, the podcast that's dedicated to weight loss practitioners and their team who want to systematize, simplify, and accelerate the growth of their new or established weight loss practice. I'm your host, Carol Clark, and today we are going to dive into the benefits of having an organizational chart. Now, I know you may think this is unnecessary, uh, but anyone who has one realizes that it is something that can be really important to your practice. And not only can be, but is really important to your practice. Anytime I start working with a new practice, one of the first things I ask is to see their organizational chart and no judgment here. I have been in the same boat, but probably eight nine times out of ten there isn't one in is in existence or there's one that's quickly created for me which is totally fine but the reason why this is so important is because it can help keep you and me from going down some rabbit holes that are unnecessary and it also gives a really great big picture of your organization in a few different ways the first thing is it clarifies the lines of authority so for you and for your team it really clarifies who reports to who, where there are some other uh, responsibilities, it helps to clarify that so that people aren't all of a sudden thinking they're in charge of something, that they perhaps are not. And it also helps increase the uh, the whole reporting mechanism for your organization. So that's one of the first things that it does. The second thing it does is it gives a broad overview of labor distribution. And so I can usually take a look at the volume of a practice and a look at the organizational chart and have some really astute questions about how certain needs are being met. And oftentimes those questions can lead to bottlenecks that are in place in the practice. And so sometimes it's just a little bit of reorganization that can help with those situations. Other times it may be that you're Overstaffed or understaffed. Oftentimes, when there's a problem, the first reaction is to add a person to the mix and add another uh, team member. But oftentimes, it can be just a redistribution or just a reorganization a little bit that can really help with that. So, it clarifies the lines of authority. It also uh, gives a broad overview of labor distribution, which is really helpful, especially for someone who's coming in and taking a fresh look at the practice. The third thing it can do is prevent silo operations and also duplicated work. So silo operations, meaning, I know you've probably seen it in many practices where uh, perhaps you have the physician group, but then you also have uh, the support people for them. So you have the front desk or the front end, then you have the back end, whether it's clinical or billing and collections. And everyone's working in a silo and they don't understand why the person in that other team isn't doing what they think they should be doing. So it can help bridge some of those silo opportunities that are happening out there or silo situations uh, where team members are thinking uh, in a silo versus how it's affecting the overall organization. So no matter the size of your organization, this is really important. The other thing it can do is solidify your vision. Do you want a smaller practice? Do you want a large practice? It is just totally fine either way, whichever way you want to go, especially if you're the entrepreneur or the owner or one of the owners for that practice. You need to have that vision because it will help guide what positions are necessary, what number of positions do you want to have, what sort of volume do you want, but it helps to solidify that overall vision. The other thing it does is it gives you clarification for your next hire. Uh, as you're growing, uh, you can be growing by leaps and bounds, and you may just throw people at the situation. But having an organizational chart, even if it starts out with an organizational chart, and maybe you just have you and your office manager and a uh, MA say that's what you have initially, and maybe someone at the front desk, but oftentimes the The office manager uh, might be doing double duty for a lot of different things as you get started, but you can take a look at what your vision is and what you want that organizational chart to look like over time. So you may have your name, the office manager, the MA, you may have their names in numerous different spots in that org chart as you begin, But as you start to grow, it helps give you guidance into what the next correct logical hire is versus just throwing a warm body at a problem in your practice. So that's another thing it does. And finally, it, uh, like I say, does... Uh, simplify that line of command which can simplify your life so if you have a line of command and you have somebody who's not following the line of command and always coming to you with whatever problems they have it puts you in an awkward position it puts you in a in a, a spot where you may be undermining the authority and of your office manager, or you may be undermining the authority of the lead clinician in that particular area, depending on how your org structure is. But it can really help to clarify those lines of command and keep you from getting in the middle of a lot of different issues that may come up in the practice that you don't necessarily have time to deal with, nor should you be dealing with. So those are just some initial benefits of an organizational chart. And I encourage you, if you don't have one, to start where you are. Put into place what is your current uh, organizational chart what does it look like it can oftentimes open up a lot of different clarifications for you in terms of why you may have bottlenecks in one area of your practice versus another it can also clarify where there may be some silo uh, occurrences going on where there's not intercommunication it may also show why lines of command are sort of blurred and you're ending up getting every team member concern brought to you instead of through a line of command it helps you define the size of your practice how big you want to get how small you want to stay all those sorts of things can also be driven by your organizational chart so if you don't have one i encourage you to at least create one and go from there. And if you ever need help, or you want to become a member of Bariatric Business Accelerator so that you can help systematize, simplify, and accelerate the growth of your new or existing practice, I encourage you to reach out. Accelerator.com has all the details. And of course, I'm always here for a free opportunity audit just to talk about what's top of mind and uh, that sort of thing. Just reach out to me, Carol, K-A-R-O-L, at weightlosspracticebuilder.com. And I look forward to our conversation. If you're already a member, I can't wait to have our next meeting together so that we could be diving into uh, what's going on in your practice and continue our work together. Thanks so much and have an awesome day.